0: You're listening to a 3CR podcast created in the studios of independent community radio station 3CR in Melbourne, Australia. For more information, go to allthews.3cr.org.au. Housing for the Aged Action Group,
1: Hague for short, a
2: housing group for older people run by older people. Present Raise
3: the the Roof!
1: We advocate for secure, affordable and appropriate housing. So listen up on the second and fourth Wednesday of the month at 5.30pm on 3CR 855 on your AM dial.
2: That's right, you're listening to Raise the Roof, Housing for the Age Action Group's fortnightly program about everything to do with housing and older people. My name's Fiona and I'm very excited to be joined today by Pam Young, who we haven't heard for quite a while since the lockdown began. How are you going, Pam?
1: I'm going well, Fiona. Yes, ISO has done a lot of things for a lot of people, but we haven't been able to be face-to-face or talk to each other on the radio for a long
2: time, yeah, it's great to have you back and to hear your voice. Um, oh, thanks. One of the things I wanted to ask you about is, um, because as you know, um, as everyone would know, masks became compulsory what probably about a month ago yeah yep, Um, yep. and and so you've been making masks for members. Can you tell us a little bit about that, Pam?
1: I have. Look, I started off doing by hand. I was making about two a night, and I thought this is not going to uh, work quick enough, so I went out and bought a little sewing machine, a little Singer, which only cost me $100, and um, some people gave me fabric, which is really fabulous. Some of my friends gave me fabric. Uh, a lovely lady that I made some masks for sent me some fabric in the mail, so I'm making some beautiful um One's out of material that's over 40 years old, and I'm lining them with cotton so that, um, you know, they look pretty, but they are also effective, yeah. Oh, wow. So I've probably given away about 50 so far, you know, but I'm happy to do it, and I've got a whole pile here that I'm still um, waiting to send out to people, so anyone wants any. Just get in contact and uh, and I'll send them out to you. Yeah. And fun, uh, Fiona, I did a survey for um uh, for the housing of the age, or well, actually for the um uh, for the program for the um, um God, I've had a seniors moment. Um, you know the um uh, the navigation. Program. Oh yes, yes, yes. Yeah, hopefully. yeah. And they sent me a thirty dollar uh, little card, so I'm using that for postage. So oh. everything's. Everything's falling into place. Oh, that's Everything's fantastic. Everything's falling into place.
2: So, yeah, so yeah. you're making it out of vintage fabrics by the sound of it as well.
1: Well, one, one of them is, yeah, this lot is being made. She lady wants that um, six or seven back again, but the rest of them I can make up for people. Yeah, and it's vintage fabric and it's beautiful uh, with beautiful butterflies on it and some looks like it. Uh, I think she said she got she's had it for a long time from overseas. It does look a little bit... Um, a little bit African that the material oh, yeah. she's given me, so yeah, yeah. So yeah, so I'm, it's really good, and I'm enjoying it very much. Yeah.
2: Keeping you occupied in these isolated yep. times,
1: exactly. Yeah, yeah. And I'm not, I'm not a real good sewer, but I, I can manage. You know, um, when I went to a domestic arts school, where the first job you had was um to make your um cooking apron and your cooking hat so that you could learn cooking so you could serve up the cooking the class and the meals to the teachers so, yeah. You know, so, I, yeah i
2: so. i also went in high school we had to do clothing and fabrics and the first thing that we had to make was a pillow slip and i was terrible at it i remember just not being able to do it very
1: well well my my grandmother had a um, she's rest her soul she's gone to gone to god now but she had a um i i Tray a tray cloth that we sat on the top of her um her dresser in the in the bedroom and she had it so heavily starched so it would stay together because it was all falling apart because I hadn't tied off the notch properly yeah
2: <laughs> it's <laughs> anyway, a skill yeah. well so that's that's yeah. good and so we're offering them to any of our members or our listeners yes, who yes, who yep. may want a reusable mask and so exactly at, at the end of the show I'll give the phone number um and Grace. we can um and we can get in contact
1: yeah sure yeah. yeah. Yeah, I'm sending two to everybody, so they got one that they can wear and one that they can wash.
2: Good idea, fantastic. Yeah, um, yeah. So for today's show, we've actually got some um, some recordings of the um, event that we held online in August for Homelessness Week. Um right. So so we had some speakers that um, from across the country that were talking about recent research into older people, so um, age forty five plus, which doesn't seem that old, but um there you go, who are yeah. at risk of homelessness. So we've got um, a couple of speakers to hear from today and next show we can hear from the rest of the panel.
1: Yeah, um, great. Yeah. yeah, it was good. It did, was did, very
2: good. Did you manage to dial into that? It was a Zoom I meeting. Did. Yep. Oh, I did, yeah, yep.
1: Yep,
2: yeah. So we'll be hearing firstly from the Age Discrimination Commissioner, Kay Patterson, um, and then we will be hearing from our national project worker, Kobe Maglin. And mm-hmm. um, and then um, and it's introduced by the Social Ventures Australia CEO Susie King. Um, so we might go right into that now, um, and then we'll and then we'll catch up again after after we played those interviews.
1: Good.
0: And without further ado, I am going to stop sharing my screen for now so that you can see the lovely faces of those who we've got joining us, and hand over to. Dr Kay Patterson, our Age Discrimination
4: Commissioner over the UK. Thank you very much. I'm just pressing the record button and other things came up. Thank you. Um, I'd like to thank uh, Susie for introducing me into Kobe Maglin and Hag for inviting me to participate in this online event. I just wish I could see you all more than ever because I'm in lockdown in Melbourne and I'm really interested in seeing 3D people, not 2D people, but... It's great to have so many of you, and it gives us great heart that there are people out there who want to join with us in in prosecuting this issue. As Age Discrimination Commissioner, with a small team of two and an EA, I've had to cut my coat to fit my cloth, and I've made it my priority to address three major manifestations of age discrimination. Elder abuse in the community, age discrimination in the workplace, and older women's risk of homelessness. And in this latter area, I've had to focus again, even more, and I've focused on women working, renting with modest assets, but not enough to own a home. The image of homelessness in Australia, much less often now, but still focuses sometimes on people, sometimes mostly men, who are rough sleeping. However, as we all know, there's a hidden cohort of older women who have led what we would say are conventional lives, yet find themselves at risk of homelessness many of them as young as 45 and others as they approach and enter retirement. My interest in this area stems from work I did some years ago with the Victorian government. I chaired a ministerial advisory committee on homelessness with the 17 people from the homelessness sector in Victoria, which has been an incredible advantage to me now. And we were asked to, one of our major tasks was to ascertain the emerging groups experiencing homelessness. We identified young adults leaving out of home care and older women uh, as the two key groups. In 2013, my local council, Burundara City Council, in conjunction with Monash University, published a research paper, Local Government Research into a Hidden Issue. It was based on local research during 2011 and 2012. The paper explored the experience and issues that put single women 55 years and over at risk of homelessness. This shone a light on the issue of older women who lack resources and support for secure housing. And it was very much hidden in our area. And many people assumed there would be few, if any, women experiencing the risk of homelessness in our council area. And, of course, many of these people were hidden. As I said, when I embarked on my five-year term as Commissioner, I made older women's risk of homelessness one of my three key priority areas. It's a human rights issue. An adequate standard of living, including access to safe and secure housing, is a fundamental human right, covered under Article 25 of the Universal Declaration of Human Rights. Today's event brings us all together, hopefully they'll all get on and it'll be over 500 of us, to launch two important research reports on this very pertinent and t- issue. Last year I released a paper, Older Women's Risk of Homelessness, background paper, it aimed to draw attention to an increased understanding of the hidden issue of older women at risk of homelessness and to explore a wide range of flexible, innovative solutions. Now, I don't need to tell you that the number of homeless women in Australia increased by over 30% from just 2011 to 2016, just one census time apart. We have an ageing population, a high cost of housing, a significant gap in wealth accumulation between men and women across their lifetimes. Older women often experience homelessness for the first time in later life, after working and often raising a family. Innovative solutions are needed to prevent them from becoming homeless. Without these, the problem will only continue to increase. And the the solutions have to take into account the range of circumstances of the women in question from their assets, their age, their income, their capacity to continue working through to their housing requirements and their preferences, which are often neglected and other responsibilities they may have. This means that as the different, there'll be different cohorts of women with different needs for different sorts of accommodation. The aim must be to enhance women's housing and economic security across the remainder of their working lives and through retirement. It is a complex problem and it requires a plethora of solutions. So I take this opportunity to encourage you, and those of you participating today, to consider a range of policy options. As I said, while I'm concerned about all older women who are at risk of homelessness, but given the resources, I'm focusing on exploring preventative solutions to assist the cohort of women who are renting, working, and have modest assets. Some of these women may despair of ever owning a home, And given the length of time it takes older workers, especially women, if they lose their job to find alternative employment, they may use these limited resources and run them down to keep a roof over their heads. As I've mentioned and we will continue to discuss today, older women's risk of homelessness is generally hidden. And this cohort often seems to fall between the stools. They've never had any contact with DSS. They've never had any contact with any agency that helps women who are homeless. Local local government, state and federal government, all have a role to play along with the community and business sectors in working together to find innovative and flexible solutions to this complex problem. One example of a potential model I've been exploring with a, with relevant stakeholders is that of shared equity. If we are able to use the assets of these women who have uh, and, and, and reduce the likelihood of them running down their assets to keep a roof over their heads, we'll reduce the likelihood of them, and it may only be a small group, but of those people increasing the the ever increasing demand for social housing. Moving on to the current challenging context facing us while data continues to emerge, COVID-19 is also adversely impacting housing security across all age groups, but also particularly older women. Older women who were before the pandemic renting in insecure employment with minimal if any superannuation and who are just one setback such as illness, job loss, addiction or relationship breakdown away from being homeless. Addressing older women's risk of homelessness must be a priority within the broader response to the pressures on homelessness and housing affordability being exacerbated by COVID-19. We need a reset switch to try some new and innovative policy solutions. Amongst this audience, there are so many creative projects. I know Robert Pradlin is with us today and he, with his development b- background in property development and business, is used, be using unused buildings to provide temporary accommodation for women. The Brisbane Housing Corporation, I think is the first in Australia, to have built its own retirement village. And I know there are a host more creative ideas and projects completed and in the pipeline. to too many of them to mention today. I thank those of you participating today for all your work in this area. You are well placed to be the change makers. In the SVA summary, it says, at risk of homelessness is not a minor matter. Let's make sure this is seen as a major matter by those who can make a difference. Every one of those women facing the risk of homelessness is depending on each and every one of us today. Thank you.
0: Okay, thank you very much for your remarkable address there and the very personal as well as political calls to action for what change we can collectively seek and drive.
2: Okay, so that was Kay Patterson, the Age Discrimination Minister, and now we're going to hear from Kobe Maglin, who is HAG's national project worker, who will be speaking about the at-risk report um, which was commissioned by Social Ventures Australia and produced by academics at the University of Adelaide.
0: Next, we will be handing over to Kobe, who's going to tell us about some new research findings. What do we know now? Uh, so over to you, Cody.
3: Thank you very much, Susie, and hello, everyone. So as Kay mentioned, this issue is not new. The Older Women's Network, St Vincent de Paul and Homelessness New South Wales alerted us to this issue in 2010, publishing research titled It Could Be You, Female, Single, Older and Homeless. Women's Property Initiative published an issues paper in 2013. And as Kay said, there have been many others, too many to name. So we're now seeing increasing numbers of older women presenting at homelessness services, and these statistics serve as an indicator of a much bigger problem. They represent the tip of the iceberg. So today we present new evidence of the scale of the issue. And with this, a call to urgent action. The research I'm presenting today was commissioned by SVA and undertaken by Debbie Faulkner and Lawrence Lester from the University of Adelaide. It involved the construction of an empirical model of at risk of homelessness after the global financial crisis using household income and labor dynamics in Australia, HILDA, survey data, The model incorporates people who hold a mortgage or pay rent in private or public housing and are aged 45 and above. The 30-40 rule is used to define at risk. That is, households in the lowest 40% of income distribution spending 30% or more of their income on housing costs. The researchers estimated homelessness risk profiles using non-linear longitudinal econometric model to analyse the relationship between at-risk and various measures of interest, for example, employment status. The research controlled for key demographic and socioeconomic characteristics that are expected to influence the probability of being at-risk, but are not the focus of the study, such as home ownership. For more information on the methodology, please refer to the full report, which is on the HAG website. So, to the findings. The model estimates that 405,000 women aged 45 and over are at risk of homelessness in Australia. This includes 165,000 women between the ages of 45 and 54 and 240,000 aged 55 and over. I'm sure you will agree that these are staggering numbers. The model indicates that location has no influence on the probability of an older woman being at risk of homelessness. In other words, this is a national issue that is affecting women around the country in metropolitan, regional and rural settings. It's also worth noting that it is not age per se that causes risk. Age is a proxy for the cumulative effect of prior circumstances, which as we get older are more difficult to alter. The following factors were found to increase the likelihood of an older woman being at risk of homelessness in Australia. Household status has the strongest influence on your risk of homelessness, so if you live alone or are a single parent. Older women who live alone are nine times more likely to be at risk of homelessness, and this is significant given that the Australian Bureau of Statistics projects the percentage of women living alone to increase from between 28 and 59% by 2041. Another factor is employment status. The research found that older women who do not work on a full-time basis are between two and four times more likely to be at risk of homelessness. If you live in a private rental property, you're over twice as likely to be at risk of homelessness. And Emma will talk more about private rental shortly. If you identify as Aboriginal or Torres Strait Islander, 14.5% of homeless older women are Aboriginal. The model indicates that Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander women are more than 2.5 times more likely to be at risk of homelessness. And I would like to acknowledge this overrepresentation in the homelessness population is driven by the historical and ongoing impacts of colonialisation. Other risks include if you're a migrant from a non-English speaking country, if you would have difficulty raising emergency funds, if you have a low level of social support or you've been previously at risk of homelessness. Each of these factors on average places an older woman at risk and the presence of multiple factors amplifies the likelihood of risk. We know anecdotally that it's often a life shock or a series of life shocks such as a rent increase, illness or the death of a partner that is the catalyst for an older woman shifting from being at risk to experiencing homelessness. I'd like to talk briefly about the risk associated with being a migrant from a non-English speaking background 60% of the clients that my organisation, Housing for the Aged Action Group, supports are from culturally and linguistically diverse communities. We reach these communities via our bilingual workers and links into local communities via ethno specific community organisations and community leaders. We have found that it is important to talk to older people about different cultural interpretations of the risk of and experiences of homelessness. By framing discussions about homelessness in the language of the community and offering culture-specific information and support, we've seen a substantial increase in referrals and people seeking information to help inform their housing future and avoid a housing crisis. The time to act is now. COVID-19 has highlighted the critical link between safe, secure and affordable housing and good health and well-being, particularly as we age We need urgent policy reform at federal, state and local levels to increase the availability of affordable and appropriate housing for older women at risk of homelessness, invest in service systems to support older women before they reach crisis, and to address gender inequality in Australia. We have prepared a policy snapshot which provides more details about these recommendations as well as case studies of policy solutions and stories from Marianne and Marie of lived experience of homelessness. This also can be found on Hag's website. Thank you very much,
0: Kobe. Thank you very much for sharing those new findings. Very sobering to hear about over four hundred thousand women across the country being classified at risk and taking us through those risk factors. Um, For those who are wondering, you can read the full report. Um, The link has been shared and can be shared again um, to understand the richness of those findings and clear calls to action for what we need to do. You're listening to 3CR Community Radio, 855am. Visit the 3CR website at 3cr.org.au forward slash podcast to hear the most recent recording from each show Or 3cr.org.au forward slash streaming to listen live.
4: An important message from the Victorian Government about coronavirus. To manage coronavirus and save lives, immediate action is required. This means if you can stay home, you must stay home. Yes, it's a major disruption to your lives, but this disruption today will save the lives of many Victorians tomorrow. If you think you may have coronavirus, call the government's hotline on 1800 675 398 or visit coronavirus.vic.gov.au. Victorian government, managing
0: this together. A 3CR supporter.
2: Okay. Welcome back. Um, you're listening to hags raise the roof show on, um, 3CR 855 on the AM dial. And we're joined again by Pam. Um, so, if you were listening earlier, you would have heard that Pam's been making some face masks, disposable—not disposable, reusable cloth masks. Um, so, Pam, if people want to get one of those, um, what's what's the best number to call you on?
1: Well, they can either text me or call me on zero four zero nine one six zero double six nine. I'll do that again. Yeah. Zero four zero nine one six zero double six nine. Just, just let me know and we'll pop them in the mail to you and, you know, thank, hopefully Australia Post will get them to you pretty quickly. <laughs> Let's hope so. Hopefully. Uh, <laughs>
2: so that's all we have time for now um, for this week and I hope you enjoyed listening to those interviews from the At Risk Forum. Um, the reports from that day are available on our website which is www.oldertenants.org.au. Um, or you can um, give us a call at the office. Um, nine, oh, what is it? Nine, oh, I never know. Hang on a minute. no. Okay, so the number is 96547389. Um, and, of course, if you yourself are in housing stress at the moment, if you're paying rent or if you've received an illegal notice to vacate or eviction notice from your landlord, please feel free to give us a call um, and we will try and help you out. So that's 96547389. Okay, well, lovely to hear you again, Pam. Um, you yeah, good to
1: That's okay, and stay safe, everybody, and um, talk to you soon.
2: Okay, great. Bye. Bye Bye-bye.
0: You're listening to 3CR Community Radio,
3: 855 a.m.